The Bible Study Podcast, episode 576. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of the kings of Israel and Judah with 2 Kings chapter 12. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We continue on with 2 Kings 12, and it's Joash repairs the temple. When we left Joash in 2 Kings 11, he had just become king at the age of seven years old. This happens seven years later, and it goes like this. Chapter 12, in the seventh year of Jehu, Joash became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 40 years. His mother's name was Zebiah. She was from Beersheba. Joash did what was right in the eyes of the Lord. All the years Jehoiada, the priest, instructed him. The high places, however, were not removed. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense there. Joash said to the priests, Collect all the money that is brought as sacred offerings to the temple of the Lord, the money collected in the census, the money received from personal vows, and the money brought voluntarily to the temple. Let every priest receive the money from one of the treasures, then use it to repair whatever damage is found in the temple. But by the 23rd year of King Joash, the priest still had not repaired the temple. Therefore King Joash summoned Jehoiada the priest and the other priests and asked them, Why aren't you repairing the damage done to the temple? Take no more money from your treasurers, but hand it over for the repairing of the temple. The priests agreed that they would not collect any more money from the people and that they would not repair the temple themselves. Jehoiada the priest took a chest and bore a hole in its lid. He placed it beside the altar on the right side as one enters the temple of the Lord. The priests who guarded the entrance put into the chest all the money that was brought to the temple of the Lord. Whenever they saw that there was a large amount of money in the chest, the royal secretary and the high priest came, counted the money that had been brought into the temple of the Lord, and put it into bags. When the amount had been determined, they gave the money to the men appointed to supervise the work on the temple. With it they paid those who worked on the temple of the Lord, the carpenters and builders, the masons and stonecutters. They purchased timber and blocks of dressed stone for the repair of the temple of the Lord, and met all the other expenses of restoring the temple. The money brought into the temple was not spent for making silver basins, wick trimmers, sprinkling bowls, trumpets, or other articles of gold or silver for the temple of the Lord. It was paid to the workers who used it to repair the temple. They did not require an accounting from those to whom they gave the money to pay the workers because they acted with complete honesty. The money from the guilt offerings and sin offerings was not brought into the temple of the Lord. It belonged to the priests." About this time, Hazael, king of Aram, went up and attacked Gath and captured it. Then he turned to attack Jerusalem. But Joash, king of Judah, took all the sacred objects dedicated by his predecessors, Jehoshaphat, Jehoram, Ahaziah, the kings of Judah, and the gifts he himself had dedicated, and all the gold found in the treasuries of the temple of the Lord and of the royal palace, and he sent them to Hazael, king of Aram, who then withdrew from Jerusalem." As for the other events of the reign of Joash and all he did, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Judah? His officials conspired against him and assassinated him at Beth Milo on the road down to Silla. The officials who murdered him were Josabad, son of Shimeoth, and Josabad, son of Simeoth, and Jehozabad, son of Shomer. He died and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David, and Amaziah, his son, succeeded him as king. So we mostly get a good report card here for Joash the king. Two 
blemishes on his record. One is it says that he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, but then it doesn't stop there. He says, all the years Jehoiada the priest instructed him. So when he had good advisors, when Jehoiada the priest had his ear, when he was listening to that good advice, then he did the right thing. It doesn't talk about him doing the wrong thing, but clearly at some point, probably because he became king at seven and reigned for 40 years, that Jehoiada was probably not around in his later days, and apparently he strayed from the mark. doesn't say what he did, but clearly he did. And then there's this really interesting thing about repairing the temple. So he becomes king at seven. By 14, he's actually apparently giving over orders, and he says, collect the money that's received, and let's repair the temple. And then by the 23rd year of his reign, so he's now 30 years old, 16 years later, they haven't repaired the temple. Now, I don't know if you get frustrated with how slow it takes for things to happen in your family, at your church, at your business, but this is really, really slow. And one of the things he does is he changes the rules and says, we're going to take the money that is given to the temple, not counting the guilt offerings, that's going to go to the priests, but we're going to take it and we're going to give it directly to the people who actually do the work, the carpenters and the builders, the stone cutters and the masons. And apparently that's the difference. While the money was being given to the priests, the work wasn't going on which implies some corruption going on there. But Joash is smart enough to realize that things need to change structurally. The people involved, the people who are getting the money, need to change. And apparently he does a good job with that because it says they didn't even require an accounting from those to whom they gave the money because they acted with complete honesty. So suddenly, after 16 years of nothing happening, by changing who's in charge of this and putting people in charge who are completely honest, the work gets done. Completely honest is something we ought to look for in people who are handling the money, who are people who are handing our government, because it makes a difference. And Joash, to his credit, recognized this and made the right decision. These are good decisions. Now, this last thing, did he make the right decision when he buys off King Hazael of Aram, who's coming to attack, when he buys him off with the gold from the temple? I don't know, but he that is what he does. He doesn't call to the prophets. He doesn't call on God. They don't have a day of fasting and prayer. Instead, he takes a very diplomatic, a very measured, not a bad route, but is it the way that Jehoshaphat would have responded? Is it the way that Hezekiah would have responded? I'm not sure. So again, Joash is mostly a good king. And it seems like one of the reasons for that is he surrounded himself, or because of the nature of how he became king in this coup, that he was, from a young age, had good advisors, particularly the priest who cared about God's people and about the word of the Lord. And when you have those people whispering in your ears, you make better decisions. And that's true for leaders. It's also true for us. Who is whispering in our ears? And to what advice are we listening? And as we choose leaders, are we watching who is giving them advice? 
With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. And thanks so much for listening. In a world where relationships are easily broken and often discarded, the Rebuilding Us Marriage Podcast is your lighthouse, guiding the way to hope, restoration, and transformation in Christ. I'm your host and marriage coach, Dana Shea. Join me as we discuss the necessary tools for rebuilding marriages from adversity, betrayal, and disconnection. It's time to reignite love as we rebuild marriages from the ground up. Listen to the Rebuilding Us Marriage podcast on lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.